Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to The Pemberley Podcast. Jillian, we have finally arrived. We are at Darcy Day. We've been, how, I know it's only been four or five Pemberley Podcast episodes. Yes. But it's been weeks. Weeks and weeks and weeks. And then we had that interview with Maxwell Glick. Yeah. And finally, we're here at Darcy Day. We're finally here. It's been a much anticipated episode. Not, I don't think not just for our listeners, but for us. Yeah. For <laughs> I mean, because it's so funny. We, I mean, we've seen the series before, so yeah. we kind of know where the highs and lows are. And this was a really, really big high. Yes, for sure. And before we actually get into the episode, we want to give a quick shout out to our new patrons on Patreon. Woo! We are so grateful to Haley Hansen and Grace Falls, who are now donating to our Patreon page. And they get access to cool stuff. Yeah, we just recorded a bonus VidCon episode that will be up there for the $3 tier. So if you too would like to support this podcast, feel free to go to patreon.com slash thepemberley. And, you know, whatever amount you want to do to support us, Mm -hmm. go ahead. We appreciate it. But you get the cool stuff for $3. (laughs) (laughs) We uh, we talk about our interactions with Hank. Yeah. So if you want to hear about that, we're not going to talk about it here. And actually, we're recording this portion right now for video as well. Yeah. So that's also a tier on our Patreon. So So if you've like always wondered how gorgeous we are. How glamorous the podcasting process is. (laughs) How like just beautiful my apartment is and decorated. (laughs) Uh, sarcasm, uh, then you're going to want to get access to this video. Yeah. And so more to come. Feel free to check it out. Oh, yeah. So now, let's get into it. Episode 59, Staff Spirit, written by Kate Rorick. This was definitely our Darcy teaser. Oh, yeah. We saw him neck down, no face, more than we've ever gotten. Yeah. But still not everything. So just to recap, the last we heard about Darcy was from Fitz and being the best friend that he was in tearing Bing apart from a girl that was not good for him. Ah, oh, she just cared about his money. She didn't, she wasn't that into the relationship. And Lizzie's listening to this growing, like shrinking yeah. and growing a pouty face. And he's like, oh yeah, you know, like he really did his friend a solid. This girl was <laughs> bad news. Yeah. Just a dumb golden retriever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, oh, so loyal, so pretty. No. No. And then Lizzie's just forming a hard line. Yeah, so that's where Lizzie picks up uh, in this episode. She's It's been three days. Mm-hmm. She's still very angry. So pissed And off. finally, she's like releasing and unleashing everything that she's ever wanted to say. I, you know, because Lizzie's shown so much restraint throughout the <laughs> yeah. series about Darcy. She's really letting, letting loose. I forgot how angry she gets in this episode because if you think about it up to this point darcy's been like kind of rude kind of anti-social and it's more he's just unpleasant to be around but this is the straw that broke the camel's back he interfered in her sister's personal life and she's brokenhearted lizzie can get attacked she can get made fun of she can be insulted but when it comes to someone 
going after her sisters. Jane. That's where she draws the line. Mm-hmm. She's very protective of her family, despite always making fun of them. Yeah, she cares. <laughs> but she, yeah, she definitely cares. And she's like, it's been three days. And I imagine in my head <laughs> that she actually timed out the number of hours, minutes, and seconds as to when she found out that Darcy was responsible for breaking up Jane and Bing. Charlotte steps in. She's a good friend. She comes in in ketchup garb for the Halloween party. Which Charlotte has no idea. Charlotte is also living in blissful ignorance about the Darcy situation. It's Halloween. I'm a a ketchup bottle. Let's go. Just so she could be an adorable matching mustard Maxwell glick. Yeah. Um, (laughs) When uh, when Charlotte knocked on the door, I forgot that it wasn't Darcy. (laughs) So my heart just stopped. I'm like, is it happening? It's here already. But, you know, it's Charlotte. And then it sank because you're like, oh, it's just Charlotte. Whatever. Whatever. We love Charlotte. We do love Charlotte. And Julia Cho. Hi, Julia. Hi. And, um, you know, Charlotte makes her excuses for her friend. And we get to see... Oh, well, that's the thing. It's like Collins is so oblivious to yep. like, what's going on. He's like, Miss Bennett, are you not ready? Oh, Lizzie's really tired. Uh, delayed jet lag. Uh, she's going to set this one out. Love how oblivious the men are in this series. <laughs> you know, they aren't the most observant I know. of characters. I know. Even... I mean, like, Mr. Collins is one thing, because he's, like, living in his own world, yeah. and he's like, oh, isn't everyone as obsessed with, with the video making? He's just like the little Harry Pillsbury doughboy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have Collins not noticing Lizzie. Fitz doesn't notice how angry Lizzie is getting next to him. Bing just doesn't notice conflict. Bing's and- <laughs> just like, oh, another video letter to Charlotte. Oh, what a good friend, because Lizzie can't yeah. text or anything. Yeah. And-, and then what about Wickham? Was he, I mean, he was just kind of... In his own little handsome bubble, you know? I mean, I think he was very observant, but he pretended to not be observant. He played dumb. He played dumb, but hmm. he's, he's, he's smart in like a very a mean way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, We're not complimenting him. We're not complimenting him at all. Just an uh, interesting thing about the, the men in this series. Yeah. But um, she gets very, very... The most anti-Darcy I think we've ever seen oh, her. Yeah. Because now she's out for blood because he's hurt her sister. She has the proof. Fitz wasn't even gossiping. Like, it's, it's kind of the truth because he was like... Like, yeah, let me tell you about how my friend tried to save his other friend. Yeah. And uh, she's at her peak anti-Darcy when a figure swoops into the room and knocks on the lower half of the door. I mean, she's like ranting about how tired she is of Darcy and tired of everything. I mean, she's able to turn any conversation into Darcy. Like, it could like, go oh, out. What a beautiful day. You know who would ruin this day? Darcy. <laughs> exactly. She could be like drinking water and be like, you know who hates water? Darcy. You know who wants to take the clean water away from kids? <laughs> Darcy. Anything relates back to Darcy just to complain about him. But like, granted, he's pretty Yeah. Awful. He is pretty in this it's scenario. He's awful, but like, he's done an awful thing. He's actually, I would say, earned this disdain. Oh, yeah. Because he, I mean, he did it to protect his friend, but he like hurt Jane, who's yeah. everyone's favorite person. And Lizzie actually brought up a point about Caroline mm-hmm. uh, and how, at least at one point, Caroline has been watching these videos, but no longer. Or is she just completely ignoring these videos? She does have to be sister to whoever Bing ends up with. And it does explain why she dropped Jane like a hot potato. I mean, I don't think it's even so much about knowing about the video. Well, I, uh, I think the only thing about her knowing about the video is that she knows what how Jane feels about Bing. Yeah. And she comments pretty correctly that, you know, she would understand that if someone had an issue with Jane, it should be Caroline because she's got to be, if Bing ends up with somebody, that's her new sister-in-law. But like, why in the heck should Darcy care 
who his friend dates. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, there's never been anything negative between Caroline and Jane. They were besties. Yeah, and it is strange that Caroline wouldn't, she kind of just takes Darcy's word for it and doesn't take into what, like, she's already seen. Like, she's seen how much Bing cares about Jane and how Jane cares for Bing. So she did, she just, like, let it happen. She just let Darcy Mm -hmm. kind of swoop in and tear them apart. And we'll get into that more later as far as, like, why didn't Bing step up more? And why yeah. didn't he just take charge and be like, you know what, Darcy, you're wrong. Yeah. And you Well, know. yeah, and yeah, Lizzie mentions that a little later. So yeah. she's at peak anti-Darcy, just like virtually hitting his character over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then he swoops into the room yes. and knocks on the bottom half of the door. We don't see his face, but the fangirls go wild. <sighs> we see suspenders, a and plaid a shirt. And a tie. And the fandom died. That's all we get. That's all we get. And then Lizzie says, Excuse me, Lizzie. Darcy. I texted my friend Ashley, who was the one who turned me on to the Lizzie Bennet. Like, she's the reason I know about it and, like, found it when I did. I texted her today and I was like, hey, did we watch this episode together? Because we were like freshmen in college. And so I was like, were we together when we saw this? I imagine we were because we would have cared. And she's like, yeah, I think we were just screaming and like pushing each other like we did. <laughs> well, we would like sit next to each other, like this close to each other and like, oh my gosh. Like we're playing fight or whatever, yeah. like because we can't freaking stand it. I know. And it then was... we didn't get to see his face. It was so much anticipation of like really they're not gonna show his face in this episode you you can see the time code going and like 10 seconds left and they're showing him and they're not showing his face and oh my goodness what are we gonna do it reminds me of in the uh from the rocky horror picture show there's this part where dr frankenfurter whatever he goes i see you quiver with anticipation and then like five seconds go by he's like like that's what that was like i know it's there i know it's coming but i have to wait until thursday to see it through like clenched teeth we reached out we want to give like uh dedicate a moment to our fans right now because we asked you on twitter earlier to talk about your reactions to first seeing darcy and uh why don't we read a couple of them yeah and i'm glad we got so many responses also thanks to the fact that we did uh tag Daniel Vincent Gord. Yeah. And he retweeted us. He retweeted us. Darcy retweeted us. We exist. We're so popular. He can't deny it. <laughs> we have Twitter proof. <laughs> I mean, no one's ever denied I know. like hearing about them. I know. They're like, oh, like, who oh is I, that? no, I, I just don't know who you are because everyone's nice. Yeah. Um, so Jay Shields said, I first discovered the LBD a couple episodes before Darcy Day. So while I was excited to finally see him, I don't think I felt as excited as everyone else who waited so patiently. Mm. Especially since I kind of figured it would be the rejected proposal scene. And I just can't handle that kind of secondhand embarrassment. Mm. I relate. Like, the secondhand embarrassment is real. Oh, yeah. Nirali at Fireboard Sparkler said, OMG, Darcy Day was one of the most beautiful days in my lifetime. But I remember so many people hating him at first, just like Lizzie. Ooh, poignant. Yeah. Emily at Hear Me Snark says, oh, cool. Honestly, it was less about the actor than the arrival in in capital. It's capitalized. I thought the timing was brilliant and that shone brightest. That isn't to say he didn't do a great job, but only to say that I have stronger first impressions of writing than of actor choice. 
Emily at MEX wrote us a, a long, lovely note <laughs> who said, Hi, ladies, let me take you back to the wee hours of March 2013. The 23rd, to be exact. That was when the 10th Q&A aired. It was around 3 or 4 a.m., I believe, <laughs> and I had been marathoning LBD since a little, a little after 12. Good God. <laughs> I remember specifically telling myself I had to go to bed after watching episode 60. Because after watching episode 60, I had things to do the next day. As one does. Needless to say, I didn't go to bed after that and continued on my binge. I was basically a sleep-deprived zombie and was full of feels the whole day. As were we. (laughs) Yes. It's funny how, like, I feel like when the Lizzie Bennet Diaries was happening, it was probably one of the most important things in my life. Like, the ranking was, like, friends, family, (laughs) class, Lizzie Bennet Diaries, you know? Health. (laughs) Abby Lee at AQT Benz said, I actually filmed myself watching Darcy Day for a friend and it went something like this. And it is a gif of a cat saying or looking like it's saying OMG. Princess Lessa at RookBat3 Pern says, I thought he seemed a little too stiff at first, but I got over it. Winky face. He's supposed to be stiff. That was the thing. I think I I think I thought that too. He seemed like a little... He was very stiff, a little robotic, mm-hmm. like the robot Darcy. Yeah. Um, but I think you kind of it grows on you a bit more as it goes on, and you kind of see him because he's coming in. He he's nervous. He mm-hmm. has a confession. He needs to get it across, and that's what he's there to do. I mean, what uh, one of the things I really enjoy watching is Mary Kate Wiles has her own YouTube show called Craft Versations. Yeah, where she, I'll provide a link in the in the uh, WordPress page, but she basically has various, her, like, her friends on as guests, a lot yeah. of which have been, you know, stars of the Lizzie Bennet Diaries, and she asks them really great questions about their experience and what they how they felt. And um, something I've sort of heard as a theme is a lot of the girls were like, he, like, didn't immediately strike me as the right Darcy, but yeah. he, like, really grew into the role. I mean, think about yeah. how hard that was. Like, how many times had he been costume theatered yeah. i just made that a verb no i mean there was so much expectation people had their ideas of what he would look like and yeah. what how he would act or and all these different things so there's no way he was gonna meet anyone's expectations i would no. say everyone's not many oh sorry everyone <laughs> yeah. everyone's no there's no like, way he was gonna impress anybody no, 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 no. I mean, he was no way he was gonna meet everyone's expectations oh, but that's like, everything you, you have like the different Pride and Prejudice adaptations already, and people are so attached to those, mm-hmm. or people have just read the book and they have their own picture in their heads of what Darcy would look like, mm-hmm. um, how he would be. So to finally arrive at this day where we finally see him, where unlike those other adaptations, we see Darcy from the start. Yeah. This is a thing where, you know, he's not revealed until over halfway through the series. Yeah. Because, I mean, and this is something we've discussed in the past too, like, there were going to be no surprises because this is Pride and Prejudice. It's a yeah. story that's been around for over 200 years. And so one of the things that was so just exciting about this series is that we didn't get to see our leading man for over half. Like, we essentially went 60% of the whole show without seeing his face, without yeah. hearing him speak, without hearing his sight. Like, it was all talking about him without actually seeing, like, without involving him in the process. It was amazing. Pretty crazy. We're here, Yolanda. Episode 60, Are You Kidding Me? Written by Bernie Sue and Hank Green. It was such a big episode, they needed two writers, and it was the guys <laughs> who, like, created the show. The last episode ended on a cliffhanger, because we see Darcy appear. Neck down, neck down Darcy. Exactly. <laughs> and now this video, Lizzie just starts out the video like, hey, 
Everything's normal. Nothing's going on. What? Darcy appeared in my last video? What? Lily actually has that quote of like, these videos are bigger than her now, you know? She just has to play along, really. Mm -hmm. And she gives the audience what we want. And we finally see Darcy. And it set the fandom on fire. <laughs> Seeing his face, hearing his voice, the way... Because not only... I mean, let's pretend... Darcy had been in the Lizzie Bennet Diaries this whole time. This is a pivotal episode. This yeah. is the first proposal scene, essentially. Like, this is where we finally learn why he's been weird forever. And it's because he's been in love with her and he wants to confess his feelings for her. And she's like, oh, well, that's weird because I don't even like you a little bit. <laughs> like, not even as a person. Uh, well, I like to think of this episode as the Hamilton, Lizzie Bennet equivalent of the song, What Did I Miss? Because... All of this has been happening. Yeah. And even though he plays such a big part, he's only just getting to the party. Like, oh, oh, have you been, uh, what, what's with the camera? What's with all of this? Yeah, that's the thing is that he does sit down. We see his face and he's like, you're filming. If you've got something to say to me, you say it here and now. Maybe he's like a clueless guy like Bing and he's like, hey, Charlotte. I'm surprised he didn't look at the camera and go, hey, Charlotte, even though yeah. she's across the street at the yeah, costume yeah, party. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was, I know it's like for the story, they have to show him on camera, but like he was like, okay, fine, camera, <laughs> sure. But I think also he was nervous and like, he was just like, sure, whatever, let's just get this over with. I'm sure he was like not prepared to think on his feet. He's like, okay, today's the day, Dar like he's been getting himself psyched up for weeks and he's like, this is perfect. She's isolated. She's got a headache. I mean, I think because he burst in like in the last episode we talked about yeah. and he was like, it's going to be now. And then he yeah. like chickened out. I mean, imagine being, put yourself in his shoes for a second. This is something that has been building up for so long for him. And unlike many people, he actually goes and like goes up and confesses his love for someone. He says like everything he's ever wanted to say. And well, not everything he should have said, right. but definitely what he was but thinking. But like his main, his like his feelings for Lizzie. This is something that he's been holding on to, and suddenly it's out there. He's very vulnerable. This is yeah. a very vulnerable state for someone to be in. It is, and, and I think he's not used to it. And he gets rejected hard. I've been fighting against this for months now, but Lizzie Bennet, I'm in love with you. I can't believe it either that my heart could completely overwhelm my judgment. I, you know, if you think about it, this is like the worst, in like Darcy's like mind where, where of like, you know, his normal life. This is the worst way it could have possibly played oh out. Oh my God. Because, he I mean. He probably had like, like charts and everything of like this scenario, this scenario. He had like, he made like flow charts. Yeah, like yeah. if she says no, oh, she won't say no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a possibility. No, 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 no. Because I'm like such a catch. Yeah. Um, which he is, but we don't know that till later. But, yeah. um. Yeah, he comes in and he sees the camera. He's probably like, oh, well, she's in, you know, grad school. She just has a camera. I can say this to her. And then he, and then he even says, two parts of me have been at war. Like, he uh. does, like, <laughs> think about how awful, like, he's I like, know. I love this girl and I shouldn't, but, like, I just have to get this off my chest because it's consume, it's all consuming. I think his approach is like, I'm just going to be so honest that she's going to be like, wow, he's so honest. <laughs> and it's so refreshing. It's, it's so refreshing that candor. I met someone honest. But he says it in the worst way possible. He's like, you're like poor and your family is freaking insane. Yeah. And like my friend and your sister, it did not work out. But like, I have these crazy feelings for you. And He's I just, like, I like, I just have to put it out. There. I mean, he doesn't ask her to marry him like he does no. in the book. But still, like it's. He's 
first of all, he just is a naturally introverted person. Yeah. He's very choosy about his friends. I'm mm-hmm. sure he's even choosier about his girlfriends. Oh, yeah. And he's, like, grown attached to her. He's like, yeah. this, okay, this is my next girlfriend. And it's just, I have to put it out there, and then we'll see how it goes from there. And then he puts it out there, and she viciously rejects. I mean, the first thing she says before he appears in the last episode is, if I ever see that sociopathic robot again, it'll be too soon. And then he's like, I love you. And she's <laughs> so mad about it because yeah. it, like everything she knows about him has felt wrong. Yeah. She like attacks like every wrong thing he's ever done, mm-hmm. which is basically everything he's ever done. Yeah. And then she brings up Jane. And he just gets viciously attacked. And she's like, I don't, not only do I not love you, I don't even like you as a person. Also, why don't you watch my videos? So not well, only does yeah, he find that's... out she doesn't like him, but she has been verbally pummeling his character on the internet for months. And he's got to publicly live with that shame. <laughs> the initial line from Lizzie is, I hope that your judgment can be some solace in your rejection because those feelings are not mutual. And Darcy just has this moment of like trying to take in what she just said. Mm -hmm. Like he just, he genuinely can't believe what's happening. Are you rejecting me? Does that surprise you? May I ask why? And they carry on with the most eloquent argument I've ever heard. Of yeah. Just like, he puts himself out there in this way, really genuinely believing that Lizzie is going to reciprocate these feelings. He does. And that's what's, that's like the secondhand embarrassment that yeah. someone else talked about on Twitter earlier. Is like, I, I feel for him, you know? Yeah. He did break up Bing and Jane. I hate that he did that. But like, I don't think he's ever been more vulnerable. He's like a little naked baby. Yeah. And She's like this hungry wolf that's like gonna tear him to pieces. Yeah. I mean, a funny thing about Darcy finally being revealed is now all of the fan theories of who Darcy might be mm-hmm. have finally been solved. Like, oh, it's just some actor. Yeah. <laughs> it's no one that we thought it would be. Because we don't know him. Where are the YouTubers? Where are the influencers? No, it's great, though. I mean, everyone worked out really well together. I know. During the rant that Lizzie goes off on in talking about Jane and Bing specifically, Darcy brings up the fact that Jane had, you know, quotes, dealings with other men. Uh, We know about the Carter's incident because Lizzie talks about that. We kind of get a hint of like, oh, maybe that might be one of the things that is used against her. Mm -hmm. But then we also hear about a new thing, her indiscretion at Bing's birthday party. What? Yeah. That was new information to us. Yeah. And what about his own birthday, her indiscretion? Indiscretion? While he was entertaining his guests, she was engaging with another man. I saw it with my own eyes. We, because remember, Jane was like, oh, like his birthday party was fine. I wish we could have spent more time together, but he was playing host. So I had to be by myself. I mean, at that point, if I remember, it felt like if Bing had wanted to spend time with her at his birthday party, he would have spent time with her. Yeah. And he was just running around almost avoiding her. Yeah. Not that we were there, but... Like, well, no, but that's what, how but it like, felt. That's, that's how, it how it felt, because that's how Lizzie and, and Jane told us about yeah. it. Like, that's what we know. Yeah. And so, Darcy clearly saw it very differently. I mean, Jane was probably just talking to someone, and, like, it's how can these just very two isolated incidents be perceived as Jane not being interested? Darcy goes on and rants about, like, the state of her family and, you know, her mother, her energetic sister, and that sort of thing. Energetic sister. Yeah, what a <laughs> Great, what a great way to describe Lydia. It, yeah. She's it, she is energetic. She's action packed. Yeah, I think that was the most polite way he thought. Like, how can I describe Lydia? 
I'm trying to think like what it was in like the words that he used in the book. And you're like, because basically he like refers to them as like, oh, it's like Kitty and Lydia in the book. So it's like double trouble. Yeah. And they're like basically shameless flirts. Yeah. And that's what's so embarrassing about it. Mm-hmm. Which, but, like, mean, that's what he meant this time. But also, I think I think it's just, like, it goes more than, like, flirt. Like, it's, like, she drinks a lot and she parties a lot. Sure. And she's just, like, all in kind of person. Yeah. But, I mean, if Darcy perceives someone being social as, like, not being serious about a relationship, yeah. I mean, they've got very different perspectives. Darcy yeah. is very particular about the people he chooses around him. Mm-hmm. And Jane's just a very open and happy person willing to talk to anyone she's more social yeah he just saw that as something different he you know he misinterpreted what was going on i mean that's kind of i think what's so tried and true about pride and prejudice is it's like this whole book is one big miscommunication oh yeah (laughs) they had just like talked to each other and had like a two-hour session of just like all right this is what i disagree with about you is that true no oh okay great i mean but then we wouldn't have a story (laughs) we wouldn't have a story and actually and also in this rant we we hear about someone we haven't heard of in a while we hear about wickham Oh, right. I forgot we cared about him. (laughs) Lizzie's, like, listing off everything that he did wrong. In addition, she's like, oh, yeah, and you also, like, cut off your best friend, denied him his inheritance. And then then you make jokes about him. And he's like, oh. And he's like, oh, we're, like, going to dig up graves again? Yeah. Trust me, he has a really good life. And yeah, so he's not just been rejected. He's being yeah, like as you said, he's being attacked right now yeah. on two big issues that he are very personal to him: mm-hmm. his best friend and what we don't know yet, but mm-hmm. his sister. Yeah. So like, of course, he's going to get defensive, and he's just I, I don't know what would you do in that situation if you're you just confessed your feelings and the worst possible situation <laughs> just happened and I it's know. playing out for videos. What I think is also really interesting about Darcy is I want to know why he likes Lizzie. Because he's so bad at being in love. (laughs) And, like, I guess what I mean by that is um, Lizzie has not, like, she met him at the Gibson wedding. Like, first episode, she talks about how she met him. Mm -hmm. She's never even had, like, half a second where she liked him. So she's always avoiding him or making small talk with him. And I'm like, aren't these kind of interactions that he has with her? Like, these have to be the kind of interactions he has with a lot of girls. I mean, I think because he's so powerful and rich and good-looking and a good dresser, and, you know, we've seen him now, so we can compliment the heck out of him. I think Lizzie's never seen him that way, though. She's always just seen him as arrogant, and from that moment, she kind of wrote him off. Maybe that's what he likes about her. Is like, he's he's kind of, even though he's weird, he's (laughs) always having, he's, like, having women throw themselves at him, and she's, like, she's not afraid to hit him with those jibes and with those witty comments, and he's like, oh, I like (laughs) but he's so bad at being in love because he just makes small talk and he's like he has to know she has to know that i'm really saying i love her right right the weather she has to know she has to know i just i just told her i liked this music that's asking someone to dance and then she she danced with me and now we're gonna get married dancing equals marriage yay (laughs) i also find it interesting though because she's like you were unaware then why don't you watch my videos what videos I'm wondering how a frickin' tech internet guy has never seen these... Okay, like, personal note. When I get a crush on somebody, I Google them to the ends, the far corners of the internet. If you're in deep space, I know about you, okay? (laughs) If you had a newsletter from your high school, I know about you. Guess what? Don't look at me that look, Yolanda. This is what happens. (laughs) No, but I feel like that's a very specific example that you're pulling from. You Let's not talk about it now. But, you know, if stuff like that happened, I will find you and I will learn that. And then when I get to know them in person, I'm like, this is great. I still like them. And then I, like, act surprised when they tell me these things. And he should have done the same. He didn't do enough research in this crush is 
is oh, what yeah. I'm saying. Is like this should have been a researched romance, and he didn't do it, and he should have, could have, didn't. Just saying. I mean, we have a much more interesting story because yeah. he's caught off guard. But this, there's like a different universe where Darcy knows about these videos and plays along. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the unfortunate thing about social media and Facebook is that you can kind of internet stalk someone <laughs> and know so much about them. Yep. And you kind of do have to like, oh, you you went to Jamaica last year? Oh my gosh, with, tell me about that. With your that. Aunt Carol oh and my... Cousin Jerry. And it like... was your dad's, per- I mean, did was there any birthdays or celebrations? <laughs> What a coincidence That's that I know funny. about that. We're single. <laughs> They're arguing. There's so much tension and underlying passion yes. going on. And you just think, like, maybe they'll kiss in this episode. They don't. But Lizzie gets this confession. Darcy's an idiot. Everyone's an idiot. They should just kiss. And yeah. everything will be okay. The end. Well, not the end. It's really... <laughs> It's really the middle. Yeah. It, it's one of our climaxes. But yeah. uh, so like, I feel like we've reached a point like we're like we've been climbing this hill yeah. the whole time and we're finally at the top and we I we know. we see the view. We see everything that has transpired between we're, all yeah. the characters. We've arrived. And now we're going to roll down. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, there's there's still more action and more drama to come, but it's still going to feel like, OK, like we let like. We know what he looks like. Yeah, she's been right about him the whole time. He's a stiff jerk. I mean, the fun part now is seeing Lizzie sort of change. That's right, because Darcy's not the only one who changed. She changes too. Yeah, so there's still plenty going forward. Mm -hmm. But I think, yes, this has been a point that we've all been trying to get to. Yes. (laughs) So it's fun to be here and finally see Darcy, finally be able to openly talk about Darcy. Yeah, because we've been like cheating for a long time just like oh yeah and he's we know what he looks like and we know what he's like because we have the benefit of hindsight but now we actually have him and we can talk about him to our heart's content we love you daniel vincent gore you retweeted us and also when i went to vidcon for the first time in 2013 and i Mm. went to the lizzie bennett diaries panel Mm -hmm. uh at the end they gave out those free bookmarks with their like faces on them yeah. and uh, I went up and Daniel Vincent Gord handed me my bookmark <gasps> and we made eye contact and I was like yep no I'm gonna marry you eye contact equals love equals love <laughs> <laughs> uh, Natalie Tran has a hilarious video about dating and she's like you touch my hand what sex <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I saw him either at VidCon 20, probably 13. I've mentioned, like, he was, they, the whole Lizzie Bennett cast was at a table at, at the Hilton. And a friend and I went up and, like, met Ashley. And mm-hmm. we met Julia, I believe, as well. But we didn't approach the guy's no. table. Because we were like, what do we, what, how do you, how? I mean, do they're like, that? these handsome men, what are you supposed to say to them? So we just, like, looked at them from afar, like, there they are. Yeah. <laughs> We can say that we've seen them now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to talk to them. They know I'm in love because I'm looking at them and standing in a corner. That's yeah. That equals love, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Being in the same room. I that's feel enough. like we take the romantic approach of Darcy. We stand in corners <laughs> we and we're do. like, oh my gosh, I like you so no. much. And you can't tell because I'll, whatever. <laughs> They'll be, be able to tell because we're like five feet from each other. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the if signal. I'm, <laughs> if I'm ignoring you but looking up at you periodically, know <laughs> that I'm in love and I'm planning our wedding and I've named our kids. <laughs> Jumping to the comment section where we read original YouTube comments from when the episodes first aired. For episode 59, Paige Lindsay says, you know... 
I've been waiting to see Darcy since the very beginning, but I'm still a tiny bit sad that tomorrow, the mystery that is Darcy will be over. I've enjoyed the ride and look forward to the next episode and the next and the next. Great job to everyone on the LBD team. Aww. Great comment. Laura Harvey says, The sad, sad moment when I picture Mr. Darcy topless as soon as I saw him. Come on, look at that definition. Enough. Wow. People are calling for nudity. They're up in arms. (laughs) At the clothingness. They're like, we saw Wickham. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We got we got to see the good stuff with Wickham. That came out very appropriate. <laughs> I'm going to pull a John Mulaney and see who would call that the top part. <laughs> we saw the top part. For I, some reason, this person pictured like he was just going to walk into an office shirtless and be like, Lizzie, I have a confession. Well, maybe that was part of what he did wrong. We he walked not, in with clothes. <laughs> <laughs> we're not in a romance book. Yeah. Yes, we are, Yolanda. <laughs> yes, we are. For episode 60, Rosalind Jane says, It always cracks me up when he calls Lydia energetic. I feel like he definitely wanted to use a different word, but was too much of a gentleman. I just find it pretty hilarious. Saying Lydia is energetic is definitely putting it delicately. I love Lydia to death, but energetic is not the word I would use. Ha. I think she's right about that. I think yeah. he wanted to use, like, she's a drunken, shameless flirt, <laughs> but that would be rude. This is her sister. <laughs> this, that's him holding back, yeah. energetic. Like, I can just imagine being in the writer's room then, like, okay, what do we want to call her? Uh, this this word, that word, that uh, Let's just go with energetic. She's energetic. She's energetic. It's not wrong. Fuji Carific says... Does anyone else get the feeling Darcy doesn't even remember calling her decent enough? This is what she built a lot of her feelings of ill will on, and it was a passing remark that probably came more from annoyance at having to go to the Gibson wedding than actually not thinking she was pretty. Damn it, Darcy bot! That's yeah. very poignant. <laughs> I think when she's, she's like, you said this and this and this, and like pulling all these receipts out of her mind. And he's like, I said that. Like he kind of, I think he does have a moment of like, when did I say that almost? I didn't because, realize it bothered her. Yeah. I mean, Lizzie is pulling from one instance that, I mean, there's been plenty of instances, but the first instance where she was like, I don't like this guy was when he didn't even realize she was listening to him. But Mm -hmm. obviously you see more of someone's character in that way of like what he's saying behind her back. Yeah. Um, I think that's her point. Yeah. And I think he was, yeah, I think she's right. Or the part, this Fuji Karifik is right. Like it's just trying to get his friend off his back for not dancing with anyone. And he's like, you're dancing with the only tolerable girl. Sarah L says, quoting, are you rejecting me? LOL. Good observation. I know he asked. He's got to clear. He's like, I just want to clarify moving forward that this is, you're rejecting me. Yeah. Like this, so this isn't going to happen between us. He's just like such in shock. He's like, you got to clarify this one point for me that you just brought up. Layla says, I think a more appropriate confession would have been deeply infatuated with you. How can he love her? He barely knows her. I feel love should require some deeper connection. I don't think he has even had a prolonged conversation with her. That's what I was saying. I mean, that's a thing because we've seen very little interaction between Lizzie and Darcy. Yeah. How does he love her? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, I appreciate that he loves her, but what's... She's, like, never really been excited to talk about him, and it's not like they talk about their lives and hopes and dreams or anything. No, I mean, you think about even... They're not even friends. I think of the movie movie adaptation, or, I mean, the the book itself is straight to a proposal. Mm -hmm. It's a marriage proposal. And even Lizzie, or Elizabeth in the book is like, what? (laughs) Where did you get that idea? Where is this coming from? Yeah, so even though it it seems abrupt, even in the series, because it's like, 
what do you mean you're in love with her? Yeah. Where did this come from? Where do these feelings just drop all of a sudden? If he had proposed... I, no one would have believed it. No, I'm I'm glad they didn't do a marriage proposal because yeah. well, I mean, because it's different. Like in the uh, in the book, it was the 17, 1800s, and yeah. you just got married. Like that's just what you did. Yeah. So he's like, well, if you're gonna get married, it it should be to me. Like I've got resources, and I'll take care of you, yeah. and I love you. So we'll just do that. And she's it was very bold of her to be like, actually, I'd rather have anyone else than you. Mm-hmm. So no thanks. And he's like, yeah. what? She can have anyone and she can have <laughs> me. Or no, sorry, not. She's like, what? She can have me who's like the best option she'll ever have and she yeah. still doesn't want me? What am I doing wrong? Darcy here has just mocked her family yeah. and questioned her sister's intentions. Yep. And gets very defensive. Yeah. None of that is saving him right now. <laughs> nope. He's just leaving brokenhearted and confused. I'm sure he left. I'm sure he just... After he's like, what videos? And she turns off the camera. I'm sure he just like got up. And I left. know. I actually, I never thought about what what's their interaction after the after she stops the camera. Like, what videos? And she's just like, never mind. I have to go. <laughs> she put on the cat ears and was like, I gotta go to a party. <laughs> I wonder if it's in the book because I've got the book. Oh. Actually, we just flipped through the book and she doesn't talk about what happens between when the camera shuts off and when he leaves. She just is like, oh crap, I said all this stuff about him and then I could get sued. <laughs> Which leads into the next episode. We've finally seen Darcy. We'll find out more soon. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Because uh, it's only going to get more exciting from here. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> that wraps it up for this episode. Check out our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Pemberley. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Pemberley. And if you'd like to talk to us directly or have any questions, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. And to support the podcast, donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thepemberley, or leave us a review on iTunes. That helps other people to find this podcast. You can find links to all of these pages on our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com, where we also include links to anything we mentioned on the show. Thanks again for listening. Bye! Bye.